0: Good morning. It's June 8th. There is more blue than orange in the sky over New York City today, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. First off, front of the times, federal prosecutors have informed the legal team for former President Donald J. Trump that he is a target of their investigation into his handling of classified documents after he left office, according to two people familiar with the matter. Four bylines on this one as Zeno's investigation... Moves again halfway closer to producing a news story. Some highlights here of your top right page one coverage. The notification, blah, 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 was the clearest signal yet. It remained unclear when, blah, 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 the notice suggested, blah, blah, had largely completed their investigation, blah, 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 were moving toward bringing an indictment, blah, blah, blah. In court papers last year, prosecutors indicated, blah, blah, blah. Notifying a potential defendant that he or she is a target is a formal way of indicating that the person is a direct focus of a criminal investigation, and often precedes, here comes the chump, the filing of charges. The New York Times contacted Mr. Trump directly to ask if he had in fact been told that he would be indicted, and he said it was not true. All these suggestions and implications seem to leave room for him to be denying that he's been told he will be indicted, while leaving room for him to have been told that he's a target of the investigation. All of this will presumably be cleared up before long, when they either indict him or don't, but in the meantime, four bylines have to crank out this story. On page A9, the Saudis are taking a victory lap, as their purchase of the PGA Tour certifies that nothing that they've done will ever turn them into a pariah nation. The commissioner of the PGA Tour The story notes, after lamenting a foreign monarchy that is spending billions of dollars in an attempt to buy the game of golf, teamed up with that monarchy to announce that the deal was done. I recognize that people are going to call me a hypocrite, the commissioner said, but circumstances do change. The circumstance that changed was that those billions of foreign monarchy dollars stopped being spent on a rival tour to the PGA tour and were simply directed to the pockets of the PGA to buy it out. In other influence-peddling news, a headline that actually did make me laugh out loud is on page A14, Justices Thomas and Alito Delay Releasing Financial Disclosure Forms, the two justices who have been paragons of transparency and accountability through the years and who are in no way embarrassed by any revelations about the extent of their entanglements with wealthy donors and influence-peddlers, nevertheless needed an extra 90 days this year to get their financial statements which, again, have never been in any way deficient in the proper order. Chief Justice John Roberts didn't need extra time, but did give more information than before about the huge sums of money his wife, Jane Roberts, rakes in as a legal recruiter, saying, the Times writes, that he had clarified over prior year reports. Also, the Times reports, in total, the justices reported 20 free or reimbursed trips, including several to Italy, Luxury travel on the conference circuit is just one of the perks of the job. Justice Katanji Brown Jackson got $1,200 worth of flowers from Oprah Winfrey, and Elena Kagan is making between $15,001 and $50,000 by renting out a parking space that she owns in Washington, D.C. In other disclosure news, the Times is reporting that New York Mayor Eric Adams, who failed to disclose his ownership of an apartment while he was running for office, Claiming that he had sold the apartment, still owns that apartment. Adams claims to be still in the process of documenting that he had actually transferred ownership of it. And the Republican race for the presidential nomination picked up two new members yesterday, as Mike Pence made it official, and Governor Doug Burgum of North Dakota, a billionaire, announced he was in, too. Your Indignity Morning podcast is torn between going wall-to-wall on the Doug Burgum campaign and once again forgetting that Doug Burgum exists. I will keep you posted as events warrant. That is the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And we will talk again tomorrow.